So we have two podcasts dropping this week. You're oh, like, yeah. wow, why so special? Uh. Can't get enough of our voices, we reckon. No, no, no. Uh, it's because we're getting closer to One Championship's Edge of Greatness event, that mm-hmm. fight card on the 22nd of November at the Singapore Indoor Stadium. And, you know, we initially talked to two of the fighters representing Singapore who would be on the fight card, right? Amir Khan and Tiffany Teo. Tiffany, mm-hmm. she had to pull out of that card because of an eye injury. Yeah. So, uh... Get well soon, champ. You go, girl. Yeah, can't wait for her to get back to the cage. However, mm-hmm. we're still going to play you this conversation because yeah. it's still an amazing step into a fighter's mind. Mm-hmm. So we'll talk about the fight prep, you know, how she gets over challenges and stuff like that. And so, this is one challenge oh, she's going to get over for sure. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Without further ado, it's Tiffany No Chill Teal. Oh, for the love of life. Hello. Hi. Oh, welcome to the show. Thank yeah, you so it's much nice for being here. Yeah, for sure. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedule. I'm sure. <laughs> she trained five times already today. Yeah, right? <laughs> it's probably not far uh, from the truth, you yeah. know. <laughs> so, okay, Tiffany, no chill, chill. Mm-hmm. MMA fighter. Yeah. What else do we need to know about you? I, I teach boxing too. Okay. Uh, I teach boxing and yoga. Oh. So, yeah. So I, I started teaching yoga about two years ago. Right. Yeah. I think it's a good balance for mm-hmm. like uh, MMA boxing and some days you just want to chill and <laughs> can't always be no chill all the time. Yeah. yeah. Right. Focus and center yourself. Yeah. That's a very interesting dichotomy of mm-hmm. skills. Yeah, right? yeah. Okay. You started out with boxing first, right? I uh, started. Started out with uh, Taekwondo. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So after Taekwondo, I did a bit of uh, Muay Thai. Mm. And then after that, I moved on to boxing. Right. Yeah. But eventually, you became a boxing champion. Yeah. So I, I was with the national boxing team for about a year, a year and a half. Mm. Yeah. So I competed for them and... Uh, in a few of the local tournaments, yeah. Right, wow, you're right. quite well-rounded then. You yeah, dip so your toe to... in so many things, or yeah. your fists. Or... <laughs> <laughs> so what got you started in mixed martial arts? Did you decide, hey, you know, I do all these different things, might as well put it all together? Yeah, pretty huh? much. It's like a natural progression, I would say. So mm. I started with a bit of striking, boxing, Muay Thai. I could punch, I could kick. Yeah. Back then when I was training at the gym, they had a jiu-jitsu program too. Mm. So I started doing a bit of a jiu-jitsu, but I hated it at first. <laughs> okay, I was like, okay. how do you mean that I have to like choke? them out when I can just punch them in the face yeah I just want to knock them out <laughs> yeah so I really hated it and I, I suck at it at first so mm-hmm. bad yeah so I didn't like it but uh, my coach kept like telling me to like just keep training it'll get better so I stuck to it mm. so after that it was like yeah I could strike I could grapple and wrestle a bit so you know why not give MMA a try mm-hmm. so yeah. since MMA is uh, mixed up of so many things like Brazilian Jiu Jitsu boxing mm-hmm. Muay Thai do you have yeah. a favourite? Yeah, that's the interesting thing. So mm-hmm. actually, I really love jujitsu now. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. You've yeah. been converted. <laughs> yeah, so I, I used to like like striking a lot. But uh-huh. after doing more jujitsu, I yeah, it's a, it's a beautiful art. There's always <laughs> something new to learn. You know, every training session, I'm learning something new. Mm-hmm. Yeah. W- would you say that like with jujitsu, the learning curve is a bit steeper? Yeah, it is. I feel like at the start, it's like you're just trying... You're learning how to move again. Yeah, you're right. trying how to how to move on the ground. You know, mm-hmm. it's like you have to learn to move your hips, how to escape certain positions. Yes. it's just so awkward. It's mm-hmm. positions they are not used to on like a daily basis. Yeah, I mean with boxing and Muay Thai, it's like you're always standing. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like throwing punches. It's Already, movement you're already used to. Yeah. You know? You're not rolling yeah. around all day long. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's kind of natural, but not quite. If yeah, you, yeah, you know yes. what I mean, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. With boxing and Muay Thai mm-hmm. stand-up yeah. arts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, are there any challenges that you face, like 
during your training mm-hmm. or what, what's the one thing that you're like, oh, I can't stand? Right now, when yeah. I first started. Uh, both. <laughs> All right, so when I first started, one of the reasons why I hate jiu-jitsu is because everyone's so sweaty. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay. And it's like, you know, sometimes they'll be rolling and their sweat will be dripping on you when yeah. they're like on mound or like side mound. And mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, so when I first started, there was this time when yeah, my mouth was open. Oh, oh no. no. And oh, this guy, his sweat just <laughs> dripped. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. Oh, that's gross. Yeah. What about the smell? too I can't imagine like yeah you know? and the smell too but after a while you know it's just like yeah it's just the training after that I can shower and I just uh, that's part of it that you have to deal with yeah. it's like, only temporary yeah, yeah it's only temporary <laughs> that's the thing yeah. about the gi too like I mean I've, I've tried the BJJ before as well mm-hmm. and the thing that really bugged me the most was having to wash my gi oh yeah it's so heavy right you're, yeah it's it thick, is yeah. Thick, yeah. and if yeah. you have and like after a, training yes, it's even heavier exactly. like you're sweat on and if yeah. you have a rainy day well that's it that thing gonna smell man mm-hmm. yeah 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 and you know I sweat like a lot yes you do so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably why I never really got into BJJ, lah. Huh? Well, one of the challenges when I actually did try it, I made sure I had a friend who attended the same class that mm-hmm. I did. Mm. Progress. It was majority at that time was uh-huh. guys. Oh yeah, that's one of the problems. So if I started rolling yeah. around with a guy, yeah, same the f- yeah. I faced the same problem as you. Drip, drip, drip. I'm like, oh my yeah. gosh, I, I don't even need to roll yeah. around yeah. anymore. <laughs> but now there's definitely more girls yeah. involved, yeah, I've, right? I've, I've noticed there's a lot of girls doing mm. jiu-jitsu now, and mm. I, yeah. So it's nice seeing like more girls. And I guess it's a good form of self-defense for girls. Absolutely, (laughs) yeah. yeah. So what is a misconception that you've come across as far as being a fighter is concerned, an MMA practitioner? Uh, MMA practitioner, I would say like like one of the common reactions when Mm. I tell people I'm a fighter, they were like, Wow, so fierce. <laughs> <laughs> Which is interesting yeah. because you seem like the most chill person and yeah, your yeah, name yeah. is No Chill somehow. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like kind of contradictory. <laughs> I feel like that's like my persona in the ring, mm-hmm. in, the, in the cage, in the ring, yeah. But out of, outside of the cage of the ring, like I'm, I'm actually super chill. Like, mm. Yeah. So, so you, is, is there a switch that goes off in your head? Yeah, there's a switch that, you know, once the fight is on, mm. the mood is on, it's, so, it's just a different person in the cage, I feel. When does yeah. that switch turn on? Is it when your music hits? Is it the day off, the day before the week off? Or, or when you uh, enter the ring? I would say it's the during the warm-up, before okay. the fight, at the, uh, the backstage in the corner room. Gotcha. Yeah, it's like slowly tuning in, getting into mm. the mood. So I know like for a lot of fighters as well, the week off, they're quite... Mm-hmm grumpy la, because yeah, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. to cut weight yeah. they have to you know, but with one championship the weight cut is not so bad yeah because you have to pass a hydration test correct so they don't they don't advocate you know a drastic weight cut that's mm. right so, so it's like an all year round thing they yeah, monitor much, which is much yeah. better by yeah. the way yes yeah. so uh, I mean they still they, they still like try to lose a bit like, but it's not, not nothing drastic like right, just right. Maybe one or two kg max, so nothing more than that. You're still hydrated, you're still ah. healthy during the entire camp, the entire fight week. So, yeah. is there still the grumpiness the week uh, off? I guess it's just like trying to eat healthy and mm. all. So, it, it just, I know, it, if you are not doing that on a regular <laughs> basis, <laughs> yeah. it sucks to like to be dieting in general. <laughs> yeah. Do, do you do it on a regular basis? Are you always like. Uh, so, when I'm off season, I don't really watch my diet that much. Oh. Um, yeah, like. Actually, it's pretty crap my diet when I'm off season. <laughs> okay, yeah. let, let, let's do a comparison: uh-huh. off season versus on season. Off season, why are you eating? Pretty much whatever I want, really. Like really, yeah. if I wake up, I feel like having a McDonald's breakfast. Sure. Just, nice. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. even off season, I'm still training a lot. Mm. Yeah, so I so I don't really watch what I eat because okay. I know that I'll burn it off right, yeah. right. and uh, of course I'll still monitor my weight if I'm, it's getting a bit out of hand I'll start watching yeah, my yeah, diet yeah, a bit yeah. you know cut down on the ice cream or sweets yeah, yeah. yeah what about your meals on season 
So I'll try to eat healthy. So mm. clean protein, okay. you know, uh, cleaner carbs. Are we talking about yeah. like chicken breast, broccoli, that kind of thing? Yeah, chicken breast, broccoli, sweet potatoes, uh-huh. brown rice, okay. and a mix of brown and white rice. Yeah. Right. And is it only boiled or? <laughs> I, I try to avoid deep fried food. Like okay. Lightly okay. fried is okay. Like mm. yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like pan fried. Yeah, pan like fried okay. is alright. Yeah, but you... deep fried is like it's high, it's high in oil. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. It's not healthy in general. Yeah. Uh. That's why it tastes so good. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's why it's so great. <laughs> yeah. Do you subscribe to any sort of like a diet or any nutrition plan? Like you know how keto is. Yeah, I know. I used to. Now. I used oh, to. Yeah? So I tried quite a few different like nutritional plans mm. and. At first, we were small of trial and error yeah. and a bit of bro science. Oh, yeah. And I, yeah. yeah, my first few diet was like a disaster. <laughs> and I felt like shit during training. Like, yeah, yeah. Am I not performing? I'm like, yeah, of course, you're not eating cups. Of course, you can't mm. perform. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but after a while, you know, after trying a few different diet plans, I figured out what works for my body, what doesn't. Mm. So I feel like there's a lot of different diet plans out there, but you have to really give it a try. Everybody reacts differently. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no one size fits all approach. Yeah, but I feel like a general rule of thumb, it's. Uh, looking for a diet that's sustainable. Mm. I feel like sometimes uh, a lot of people they subscribe to this diet and it's not sustainable, you yes, know. Yes. Like a no carbs diet. How mm. how long are you going no carbs for? You know, is that really yeah. a long term thing? Can you that really you can? stick to it? Yeah. yeah. You know? yeah. I, I think you really hit the nail on the head right there mm-hmm. when you say it has to be sustainable. Yeah. And also everybody is different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what works for you might not work for yeah, me. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And you know, I tried the keto diet. Mm-hmm. Wow, it was a good three months, okay? Mm-hmm. Then after that, you know, um, Family commitments, all these yeah. things. Why are you not eating the rice? Birthday can eat cake lah. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard wow. to. Yeah. Especially in Singapore, right? Yeah, yeah. It's hard to. You have to probably meal prep all yeah. your food, right? Yeah, yeah, you have to be that guy who's like, oh, yeah. sorry, I cannot go out. I got my own dinner plans. Yeah, you gotta wow. be. And plus, you were out. so pissed <laughs> off all the time. Was when I? he came into work, he's just like, mm, I'm like, oh, the keto, oh, geez, oh, here we go. I heard right. the start is really brutal. Yeah. Yes, the start. Quote unquote yeah, keto getting, flu, la, what they call yeah, it. Yeah, getting used to the no carbs and yeah, yeah just high it's fat just, and protein. It's no yeah. fun. Yeah, when he told me he was getting off the diet, I was like, uh, thank, thank God. Please, <laughs> finally. Welcome back, Mr. Young. Uh, yes. But yeah. yes, sustainable, that's the big key because there are yeah. always going to be these fat diets, right? Yeah. But it has to be something that you can continually mm-hmm. do so that you can yeah. maintain that healthy lifestyle, that yeah. whatever healthy weight it is. Yeah, exactly. You know, for you lah. I think that what you would want to do to to stick to, because I think Mm. sometimes if we go, oh, I have to do this, then you don't want to do it anymore, right? right? And it has to be enjoyable also. Yeah. It can't be like limiting. (laughs) A little bit is okay, but Mm. when you go overboard, it's just like, you just hate it and it's not going to last. Exactly. So, okay, going back to when you first started doing combat sports, Mm -hmm. right? Did you face any sort of pushback? Because, you know, friends and family, they're like, hey, Mm -hmm. is this boxing dangerous or not? Yeah, yeah, it's very common actually. Yeah, right? So my parents, they were really against it at first. Mm. Uh, Not so much when I was first doing uh, boxing at Muay Thai. Because that was more like a hobby back then. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really taking it like like, very seriously. More like, I just want to train and see where it leads me to. Have fun, you know. Spa-spa only. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was only when I decided to uh, pursue MMA professionally. Mm -hmm. And then they were like... You sure you want to do this? How, yeah, how did worried. that conversation go? Did uh, you have to prepare like a speech? <laughs> uh, not really. It was more like they just uh, tried to talk me out of it pretty okay. much. Mm. But I understand where they're coming from. You know, mm. it's, it's, it's not a nice feeling watching you know your kid getting punched. Exactly. Yeah, true, right? true, yeah. true. Yeah, I hate watching my friends fight. Mm. Even if they're winning. or It's just not a nice feeling watching someone you know yeah. in a cage. Mm-hmm 
you know, getting beat up. <laughs> yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. But over the years, they see how I really, you know, mm. uh, how passionate I am about the sports. Right. So uh, they changed their mind and mm-hmm. they were really supportive. So at first, they have they have never watched any of my fights at first. Oh, wow. Because they couldn't yeah. bear to watch it or what? Yeah, I okay. think it's oh, not, yeah. So the first time my parents watched was my, because I was fighting in other promotions before I was signed with one championship. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the first, uh, the first few fights with other promotions, they didn't really watch it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the very first time I fought one they came down to watch but they didn't tell me oh okay <laughs> oh, it was a surprise yeah, it was a, and they even tried to hide it from me it's quite funny <laughs> I only found out from my nephew oh is it yeah why did they try to hide it from you uh, I think they don't want me to like get stressed oh, okay yeah. oh that's so sweet yeah so, it's added pressure I guess mm-hmm. if, you're, yeah. if you know your parents yeah, is, are watching mm-hmm. yeah. speaking of which you know you'll be fighting November 22nd mm-hmm. at the Singapore Indoor Stadium you know your family's going to be there right mm-hmm. your friends are going to be there yeah. is it more pressure to fight at home or overseas I feel like the pressure is always there. Even if it's not in Singapore, they can still view it on the app, on the app, championship yes. app, on YouTube. Yeah. yeah, so the pressure oh, wow. is always there, but I love fighting in Singapore. Yeah. Everything is convenient, you know where to get the stuff. Mm. And yeah, with all the media and stuff, it's like, Time is really precious, I feel, Correct. during yeah. fight week. Yeah. So it's nice to be in a, in a place where I'm really familiar with everything. Because mm-hmm. I fought in KL and Jakarta before. Yes. I mean, I, I love my fans there and all, mm-hmm. but it's just like, if I if you gave me a choice, right. I would prefer fighting in hometown. Mm. Of yeah. course. Yeah. More comfortable. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. And you Mostly because of comfort. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about where am I going to get my next meal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plan yeah. it properly yeah. or not? There's yeah. lesser stress in general. Right, yeah. yeah. Okay. Just take a grab anywhere you want, that kind <laughs> yeah. of thing. Huh? So, so far, what has your MMA career taught you? I guess not giving up because mm-hmm. throughout like your whole camp or like even your off-season, there's a lot of uncertainties you're going through mm-hmm. like, throughout a fight prep. Like you face a lot of challenges, yep. obstacles. But I feel like your perspective matters a lot. I think I see these challenges as like baby steps to my end goal mm. instead of like obstacles. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like it's very translatable to like life in general. Like you mm. come across bumps on the road, like relationships or anything, mm. you know. So it taught me like a lot of discipline and perseverance. To just keep going. Yeah, to okay. keep going right. and never lose sight of the end goal, I guess. Right. Yeah. Mm. Is that your attitude when it comes to like picking up a loss? Uh, yeah, after my first loss, it was uh, against uh, Shon Xingnan from mm. China. Yes. Yeah, she recently fought uh, Angela for yeah. the Atom and Strawweight title. Nice. Yeah, so that loss was, yeah, it hit me really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, that fight was, it was in Jakarta, I wasn't yeah. at home and I was injured pretty badly after the fight. Okay. So, because my face was like all bruised up, I couldn't even board the plane because they oh, didn't allow no. me to. Oh my yeah. gosh. Wow. Yeah, so oh, I, had, I had to stay in Jakarta for another week just right. to like heal up and feel better before I could you know board the plane mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah so I was, I was a little bit depressed right after the loss mm-hmm. and a, a lot of things just going through my head you know I just questioned like what went wrong what did I not do right mm-hmm. like a lot of questioning mm-hmm. self-doubt and blaming a lot of self-blaming yeah. so it took me a while to like walk out of it yeah. I just took a couple of months off fighting entirely mm-hmm. yeah I just needed a break yeah. And yeah, I felt like I made the right choice. Mm. So after the break, I felt really refreshed. Yeah. So during the break, I just focused on like meditation, doing yoga. And I still train, but only when I feel like it. I'm not like forcing myself to train when <laughs> mm. I don't want to, you know. Yeah, yeah so that little break uh, made me redefine what my angles are, you know, what's the next step mm-hmm. and what do I want to achieve out of this. 
So it kind of like made me question if this is really what I wanted. Mm-hmm. And so I'm glad that at the end of it, you know, I came out of it and decided that, yeah, this is what I want to pursue and I kept going on. She had a moment yeah. of clarity at that nice. point, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Yeah. So w- would you say that it's true that cliche, sometimes you have to take one step back to move two mm-hmm. steps forward? Yeah, it's very true. In, yeah. yeah, indeed. As cliche as it is. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? You went yeah. there. You went with the cliche, I, right? I know, okay. I did. <laughs> so uh, how have you been preparing for your upcoming fight? Uh, what are we going to expect? Okay, we know you're facing Maria Mazar yeah. from Brazil. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, of course, once again, November 22nd, one championship, Edge of Greatness. At Singapore yes. Indoor Stadium, yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, what can we expect from Tiffany Teo? Yeah, I think it'll be a really interesting fight mm-hmm. because uh, I, I tried to search a bit about her online and yep. all. So, uh, she's a bit I, of a newbie, right? Yeah, she's uh, it's her first fight in one championship. Wow, okay. Yeah, and she trains out of uh, Evolve MMA. Mm. Yeah, so I think she's a pretty well-rounded fighter. Okay. Yeah, so uh, she she can strike. And she's, I know she's a purple belt in jiu-jitsu. Right. So it should be an interesting fight, I think. Mm-hmm. It'll be on the ground or stand-up. Yeah, it should be a without giving a lot of good exchanges. Yeah, <laughs> without giving away too much. Is yeah. there a game plan? So for this fight, there's not really a game plan because there's not like I don't feel there's like a weakness that I can really exploit on. Okay. Yeah. So just go with the flow, see where the fight leads to. Mm-hmm. So if it's as if if the takedown is there, I'll go for it. Mm-hmm. You know, if there's the opening to strike, I'll keep striking. So just going with the flow and staying prepared for everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, keep focused. Yeah, yeah. very zen. Mm-hmm. I'm actually quite surprised because uh-huh. you know your nickname literally is no chill, chill. and yeah, then you're yeah, like yeah. the most chill person yeah. in the yeah. universe. Mm-hmm. So okay, what do you want to say to your fans, and what do you want to say more importantly to your opponent mm-hmm. if she's listening right now? Yeah, so to my fans, it's, uh, I know a lot of them, they have been you know, messaging me on mm. Instagram, Facebook. Sometimes when I bump into them on the streets, they ask me, oh, when are you fighting next? Yeah, yeah. So I don't cool. have an answer to them. So I'm really <laughs> I'm really happy to be back yes. in, the, in the cage again, in the ring. So really excited to be back in action. I mm-hmm. hope that they can come on down. Even if they are busy, you know, check out the fight on yep. the app, One Championship app, mm-hmm. stream live. Yes. Yeah, and to my opponent, yeah, I'm, I'm sure that we have a good fight and I hope you are training hard. Oh, the respect. <laughs> Hashtag bring uh, it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. The smile, she's hiding things behind yeah. that smile. I can feel it. <laughs> Tiffany, thank you so much for being here today. Thanks. Thanks for your time too. Absolutely. There you have it. Tiffany, no chill till ironically, super chill. And <laughs> Correct. If you missed what we said right at the top of the show, mm. unfortunately, since we recorded the interview, yep. she had to announce that she was pulling out of her bout at One Championship's Edge of Greatness due to an eye injury. We certainly wish her all the best in her recovery, and she's going to be back better than ever. And stronger than ever. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for that day. In the meantime, though, thank you for listening to the podcast. However you listen to your podcast, be it on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, maybe on Stitcher as well. Hey, drop us a follow, drop us a subscribe. We appreciate it. Mm-hmm. And if you want to say hi to us on Facebook, you can always search for us, Mr. Young and Jackie. That's M-I-S-T-E-R-Y-O-U-N-G. And... Jackie, yeah. now we did mention it's a special week because mm-hmm. we are getting closer to One Championship's Edge of Greatness. Yep. November 22nd, Singapore Indoor <laughs> Stadium. Are you announcing it? I would like to okay. actually. <laughs> no, no, they have a guy already. All right. Um, but yes, we have Amir Khan. Mm. We also spoke to him. He's going to be in the next episode, which will drop like in about 24 hours. <laughs> so that's pretty soon. Yep. We'll catch you then. Oh, for the love of life.